It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap, and now my favorite part of the show, wherein I guess what is in Tim's background today. I'm going to guess this week something a little bit different. Um, that you've got a picture of black ice that you uh, claim that you uh, slipped on the other day. Uh, <laughs> you didn't break anything, went to the emergency room, uh, but you know, you got, they gave you some meds. You want me to represent you in a slip and fall case. And my answer to that, <laughs> Tim is no, I'm sorry, but I, you should recognize there is a statute of limitations. You have a certain amount of time in which to file a case. You're barred from proceeding so if you want to protect your rights please contact another attorney immediately do i have that right Tim? Uh, I, I didn't i didn't slip or fall i don't want to lead a false impression okay, it was a wild guess it was yeah, but a wild guess uh there was a bit of a there was a bit of a bit of a tragedy uh that, that happened i don't oh. know if you saw that uh, that rahm emanuel's house was uh there was an anti-semitic attack and uh i'm yes, here outside I... i'm here outside what i believe is uh rahm emanuel's house uh, <laughs> Well, you you can't even fit a, a half a swastika on uh, on that uh, outhouse there. Is that where he's uh, living in Japan right now? Oh, that's his Michigan home. That's where, his Michigan. That's his Michigan vacation home. Okay, there. I believe I, I could be wrong on that. Yeah, no, it's uh, you know it's it's well it's it looks very neat, uh, nicely appointed, and a diminutive guy like Ram could probably uh, fit inside uh, that house. Yeah, he was um, his house apparently in Michigan was. Um, Hit by what vandalism was it? Uh, Anti-Semitic vandalism. Am I right about that? Or yeah, spray, spray paint, I think. Oh, spray it's, painted. Uh... Yeah. Which, um, you know, I mean, yeah, that, that that's not good. Uh, but uh, which does bring us to. Uh, well, and I'm trying to work in our uh, weekly ROM joke about that. Is he still in Japan right now? Is he still? <laughs> he still is the ambassador to Japan, though, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. 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 He's still, and, he's still and, and the tallest I, man in Japan. Tallest man in Japan. That's why he got the job. <laughs> OK, so um, anyway, uh, you know, as far as Israel goes, and of course, this changes from day to day. But um, I, I guess Blinken was telling uh, the Israelis uh, that they really don't have enough dead Jews in order to justify going into southern Gaza. So, uh, you know, if we Hamas did help out a little bit, apparently they were taking credit for killing during the ceasefire, uh, which doesn't doesn't count as a violation. Uh, three people at a bus stop in Jerusalem and injuring a number a number uh, more. I mean, that just right before we were taping, I saw that. So but, you know, that's not really a violation. Um, you know, all, all um, well, yeah. they're still investigating. It's not necessarily, they're not necessarily going to say it was a hate crime. It could have been uh, right. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, it was, it was anti-Zionist, not anti-Semitic. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, distinction without a difference right there. So, uh, also, uh, among other things, the uh, Rockefeller center, uh, Christmas tree, uh, lighting was marred by a uh, demonstration by, uh, the pro Hamas side, and they even had signs up there, swastikas. That's a little bit of projection uh, there because, of course, the Palestinians, if you look at the history of the Palestinians, such as they are actually an entity and not the, the figment of uh, somebody's imagination a number of decades ago, um, were liked Hitler. I mean, there's 
There's photographs oh, more of than, the more Grand than, Mufti than, or whatever with Hitler himself. But yeah, more than just like it was more than just like it yeah, was. It was a little yeah. bit closer, a little bit closer to the I heart you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 interesting. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I actually once on Twitter, one of the things I love about Twitter actually had a little correspondence with Godwin, the guy who came up with Godwin's law, which is that any discussion of politics will eventually devolve into an accusation that you're like Hitler. And, and, <laughs> and but 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 here's the thing. I, I love, you know, when the Palestinians accuse the Jews of being Nazis. And of course, you know, that's the point when we go through the looking glass. Hey, you know, one thing I really did enjoy. Can I the, can I can I rewind the, a little bit sure. here? You actually yeah. you actually uh, was it just a Twitter exchange you had with Godwin? Or yeah, did you a, actually interview him? It was a Twitter exchange with Godwin. Did, I, he, I did mean, he get angry with you? No, he he enjoyed it. It was oh. great. It was like, oh. hey, you're the greatest. <laughs> you came up. You with see, that. if I was if I was doing that, if I was in a in, in a social media argument with Godwin, I would I would try to get him to call me Hitler. It's, well, so absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the problem is it was a friendly exchange. Uh, uh, but yes, absolutely. You do want to get God, to get Godwin to do that. that. That's so meta. It's beautiful. So um, what I am enjoying is that uh, Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, and, you know, and I didn't even realize because I only like peripherally paid attention to, her, you know, some little kid that environmentalists were in love with. Uh, even uh, th this past um, high holidays at the Reform Synagogue that I zoom into, um, they they weren't very political because, you know, as Milton Himmelfarb said, the reform Judaism movement is like the, the Democratic Party with holidays. But they didn't really have any cause celeb at that at that time. And if you recall, there wasn't any any big deal, nothing going on. What were you going to do? Uh, say Bidenomics is great and, and even get laughed by the Democratic constituency in, in the high holiday audience. Uh, so but they did have a sop to uh, Greta Thunberg. You know, and environmentalism, because that's something we could all agree on. Well, can we all agree that she's an anti-Semitic young bitch? I mean, she she was. In she's a, a, always creeped me out. Yeah. She's always she's always she she just always reminded me of all the children on 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 fascist propaganda posters. That's, right. I, she just had that look about her now. So so she was at a Palestinian rally in which she was yelling crush Zionism. So I'm wondering, you know, fortunately, I don't go to this reform uh, synagogue uh, via Zoom, uh, but once a year. And I, I got a feeling they're going to quietly jettison the complimentary references to Greta Thunberg <laughs> next year. Uh, uh, but um, yeah, and, and it's not not such such a surprise um, that, uh, that that she did that. I, I, I recommend the reading National Review's Jeff Bihar on her. He really uh, takes the wood to her i mean you know which is you know i mean she is only still a teenager but i mean he's totally justified and it's is she still a teenager thing. she's got to be she's got to be close to 20 by now Oh, okay maybe she I, you know i don't really know yeah I she just has realize. she just has one of those faces that, that, that that's uh, yeah. she's always looked younger than she really is that you know uh, here's the thing. one of those faces that sitcoms used to love <laughs> Okay. Where it's like a 20 year like Michael J. Fox, sure. a 20 year old playing a 12 year old. Right. Right. Uh, and and everybody in Mean Girls was, uh, you know, 35, 40 and uh, they were playing teenagers. Uh, Chris, exactly. our producer, says she's 20 right now. So yep. here's the thing. Um, I didn't realize she's autistic. I didn't know that about her. Did yeah. you know that? 
Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, know right. That. Which I, I mean, did. Well, I don't know if she is. She's on the spectrum, but I okay. think they. I think they claim that just so that when you can, when you make fun of her, you can say, "Oh, what a big man making fun of a disabled." Sure. Girl. No, I get it. Uh, you know, but it, 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 Larry David, if if Larry David has taught us nothing, uh, nothing else, it's that even people who are uh, infirm somewhat can be a-holes <laughs> and uh, and he likes to make fun of them. Now, I wouldn't make fun of somebody in a wheelchair, but Larry David has, has managed to do that. There was one of my favorite things in uh, Arrested Development, whereas uh, uh, one of the guys fell in love with a girl uh, uh, who uh, was special needs but he oh. didn't re he didn't realize it because she had a british accent well wait a minute that was <laughs> michael her face huh yeah the, yeah michael i believe fell in love with uh no no uh, no michael but the woman was uh the great Charlie charlie's theron charlie's theron yeah and oh they played that beautifully i mean it, it was great because <laughs> I, I don't know how many episodes it went on and then you didn't even realize till you saw it in in flashback that everything she said was she was yeah. actually retarded. Okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to say that word. Well, that was the word they used. <laughs> I think I maybe back well, when in yeah, well, the used to. first run, they could use that. But yeah, whatever. Special needs. Yeah, when there was a college fund set up for for United African Americans, they uh, they they used a word <laughs> we're not allowed to use either. Oh, okay, exactly. But here's the thing. So they made. The, uh, oh, 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 great! That Chris comes up with it. Her name was Rita Leeds. <laughs> he meant. <laughs> Mentally challenged woman that Michael falls in love with. And of course, because she's so beautiful and you think that everything she says is profound, you know, it's, it's, no, that's the British it, accent. That's the British and, accent, it's British accent and her beauty and in the simplicity. Um, uh, <laughs> it, it's it, it, it was, you know, it, it was just so profound uh, and, and not idiotic, which, in fact, it actually was. So ev everything that she said. So but yeah, what it reminded that, me of it when people talk glowingly about Europe. That's what it reminded me of is that we we just think that, that that everybody in Europe is more sophisticated. They're more educated. They're more aware than than we are in the United States. And that's that's what cracked me up about it. It's yes, a yeah. British accent will fool you. So that that much. Well, what I love also is, you know, because there's a lot of these British actors who do American accents, and, you know, like the guy House, yeah, uh, Hugh Hugh Laurie, and then you hear his British accent, and it's not the it's it's he it sounds like Dick Van Dyke and, and Mary Poppins, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> no, a he, he actually does doctor. no, he does a re he does a really good sophisticated accent as well. We're watching oh. right now. We're watching uh, uh on YouTube. We're watching Wooster and Jeeves. Oh, okay. which was, uh, which was, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, check it out. It's very, very funny. Okay. Well, he's got a lot of range and, and <laughs> so I, uh, yeah. And I he, think the reason is why so many British actor actors can do, uh, uh, American accents now is because, uh, because they have American television. Oh, they, and they could just pick it up that way. Right. Y y 40 years ago, they couldn't do it because they just had, they were stuck on the BBC channels and every time they did an American accent, right. all they could do was Texas. Uh, right. But, uh, Here's the thing. Of course, we being so biased, we think we don't have accent, uh, uh, accents. We think that we are, you know, the norm, the standard. And uh, and then the, then all of a sudden they're they're doing us. You know, whereas, you know, we could do whatever they say, you know, any old day of the week. You know, I, uh, I, I've got a great story about a girl I met. She was working as an, a, a nanny for a North Shore couple. 
and she was clearly Australian, uh-huh. but the North Shore couple, because they they found her in London, didn't sure. realize that she was Australian. <laughs> they thought she had a British accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I once had to fire an au pair who was from England. And, uh, you know, I, I was a little bit intimidated because she, you know, she spoke very properly, but I had to fire her anyway. And I, boy, did I feel like the ugly American Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Houses. 40-foot national Christmas tree took a little bit of a tumble on Tuesday after strong winds toppled it down just two days before that annual tree lighting ceremony with President Biden. And some conservatives on social media say this was a perfect metaphor for the current administration. Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap, and yes. Uh... <laughs> Went down quicker than Biden on the Air Force One steps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's all these little things. They all add up. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it doesn't look good for him in the in the polls. It's even worse than than they expected. One of the things is, you know, they're not getting the youth vote. Part of their reason they're not getting it is because a lot of the youth vote apparently is informed by TikTok and believe. <laughs> I mean, part of it is that, you know, he, he's seemingly on Israel's side, which some of the youth vote isn't, even though, you know, I, I think he's kind of wishy-washy on it. Um, I love it that the Democrats are hoping the youth vote hasn't uh, been counted correctly. That's what they're thinking. Uh, they're, they're saying the polls rely on phones, which kids apparently don't use. And this is reminiscent to me of the polls showing that Dewey was ahead in 1948. <laughs> the Democrats didn't have phones for the pollsters to call. Um, so... Well- or the, or the the polls that caused uh, Newsweek and Time to print their Madam he- President uh, covers. Oh well, yes, absolutely. Uh, I, 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 everybody's still shocked by it, including uh, including Trump. Um, so yeah, it's a friend of mine pointed out that you knew that Trump thought he lost because his uh, victory, quote unquote, celebration was held at a Hilton. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you, go. <laughs> you don't you don't you, you don't have it at the Hilton if you think it's going to be a true victory party. Anyway, there still are the defenders of Biden. Like, you know, our friend Joan Esposito was once a guest on, on this show. So, you know, anytime you're a guest, I, I don't care who, who what you are, you know, Nazi communist. It's you're you're OK with me. But Joan Esposito was uh, tweeting that. Um, Boy, so I, Biden, I thought I thought when, I, when you told me he did the polar plunge, I thought it was an accident. I thought he might, I thought he might have fallen off the what, White House yacht or something. No, so no. Joni says he does the polar plunge and they show video of doing the polar plunge. And he, uh, you know, negotiated this ceasefire, supposedly. But uh, how much work do you think he actually did on the ceasefire? Like a minute? I mean, they're really trying too hard to show that he's fit. Right. Yeah. I, and most Democrats agree that he isn't fit. So why the defense of him on those grounds? I, I mean, I just don't see that. Right. It's well, the fact that they haven't released any Americans kind of is is indicative of how much say he's really had in the uh, negotiation, Uh, I think. Right. Right. Hey, here's another little thought I had about this. So to a lot of people, it's a bit weird that you've got like LGBTQ supporters of Hamas. And, And we understand they're siding with Hamas because they're all oppressed. Right. But the LGBT people think that somehow if Hamas takes over, that LGBT people would avoid being thrown from rooftops (laughs) because I guess they think that the Hamas 
can go through some sort of conversion therapy, <laughs> which uh, either that or maybe that maybe they're, they're they're people who've always wanted to try skydiving. I one or the other, but uh, you know it, it's. <laughs> I mean, I remember you know Mike Pence and a lot of people in Indiana and elsewhere uh, being uh, poo pooed because they believed in conversion therapy, and uh, you know that's. That's pass. I mean, passe. It's beyond passe. I mean, it's verboten. I mean, you can't. You can't believe in. Can't that even anymore. say. But they somehow believe in it, huh? Oh, they they believe in reverse conversion therapy, though the oh. the community that they right. believe that they can they believe they can convert Palestinians if they actually... sure absolutely. They're, somehow they're going to be able to do that. Um, and I also say, is it true that the guy who shot the Palestinians in Vermont was actually a Bernie supporter? I mean, I thought I read that somewhere, but I I don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, he he kind of he kind of looked like him. He kind of he kind of okay. looked like it. He he kind of he kind of had a Unabomber aspect to him. All right. I don't know if you know. He looked a little looked a little not right in the head. Yeah. And it's uh and we all we're also assuming it was because they were Palestinians. I mean I mean we don't know really what happened. You oh, know, okay. it's it, it's it's just the way it is. Is a Palestinian gets shot? You know, people get shot every day. But if it's a Palestinian, well, all of a yeah, sudden, I mean, it's involved has to do with Israel. Well, I you know, it's I, I would say there is a rebuttable, a rebuttable presumption that it would have to do with Israel. But yeah, you know, it, it is rebuttable. Um, so Darren Bailey turning pivoting locally right now. Uh, he had a tweet the other day, and I guess he's running for. Is he running for the Senate or is he running for? Uh, where, what's he running for? Do you even know? Cover. <laughs> he, but he's he's running, and uh, you know, he r- r- said all the nice things on a tweet. Maybe we have it here. Maybe we we don't. But you know, I tweeted back to him. He didn't respond. I said, "Hey, I like talking to you." Remember, we, we did interview him. Uh, it was mm-hmm. very nice. Oh, yeah. He says Joe Biden doesn't have the competence, and Pritzker doesn't have the courage. But when you elect president, real Donald Trump and me. We'll finish the wall, secure our border, and make our country safe once and for all. Um, you know, like I said, I like talking to him. He seemed nice, but you know, he is a loser. I, he, he's kind of like the love child of Pritzker and Dick Uline. Uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving, Darren Bailey. Uh, you know, really, I, I guess it's the, maybe it is the Senate he's running for. I'm not really sure. That sounds like he's running for governor. That's, oh, again. Uh, that's, we- yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> again. So, did you see there was a little stir, a contretemps, a kerfuffle? Um, Melania was invited. Oh, he's still a senator. He never lost his seat. Well, he's a he's a state senator. Not the, he's not the senator from Illinois, right? Uh, okay. So anyway, Melania was invited. Rosalind Carter, uh, you know with the big gesture uh she wanted all the first ladies at her funeral she's no and, mccain that's i'll i'll have uh, that it's, i'm sorry well oh, john right, mccain right. john right, mccain right. he spent his last days on yeah, earth right. disinviting people from his funeral no, I, that's uh i get that I get that's not that. a good way to go <laughs> i'm sorry it's uh, uh you can't oh, be i that saw bitter. an onion headline and now i can't remember it just the other day and the onion has gone way left like they're pro-palestinian but i did have to laugh it was something like and it shows like the bent over Jimmy Carter. Now. I mean, it's really sick. It's you know something about like, Jimmy Jimmy Carter starting to date again. Now. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can't go wrong with those hospice jokes. Anyway, um, but Melania was invited, and she's she was there, and they were dissing her because you see her sitting there, and she's got this 
like white and black check coat on while she's sitting there with the other first ladies who I think have their coats off. Well, all right, what's the Jimmy Carter thing? Jimmy Carter sprays a little cologne down the front of his pants before big first date. Okay, see, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that's wrong. That's just it, wrong. I, you know what? I, I think I'm getting too old. I, I, it's like, yeah, part of me was laughing, but part of me wasn't. Um, it's, I'm, I'm kind of like that, that little kid who has the Indian who dressed up as a Kansas City chief, and we'll get to that a little bit later. You know, the red side was okay, the red paint, but not the black paint. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Melania is there. And she did go to the funeral and she's sitting there with next to Michelle and Laura Bush. And um, I think Grover Cleveland's wife was still there and she's still hot. <laughs> but uh, Laura Bush, they're all they're, they're sitting there and she, but she's got like this coat on and she was criticized because you're supposed to wear black. Well, the thing is, she, she I don't, she did have a black dress underneath, so I don't know if she took her coat off or not. Plus, they, somebody showed um, uh, 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 Hillary at uh, George Bush's uh, at Barbara Bush's funeral, and Hillary had a similar colored coat. I mean, pretty soon we're going to get back to Pat Nixon's. Uh, <laughs> well, do you remember? Do you remember? Coat, but do you remember the coat that uh, Michelle wore on Memorial Day? No, it was uh, it was it was a turquoise floral print. It was just hideous looking. It was a turquoise oh. floral print with a, and she wore the belt on the outside. Oh, and it's yeah. just uh, uh, ju gross. It, it, and yeah. when, we, when we said, you know, that's kind of disrespectful to the, you, yeah. you know, to the, the people who gave their lives for the country, they made the ultimate sacrifice. And it's like, oh, you're just a bunch of racists. Yeah. And right, right, uh, was was it was the well, comment, anyway, Melania but, gets criticized for that. For gray uh, rather than black. Yeah, I but but it, it seems like she was just fine. Certainly, you know, was the hottest former first lady there. And uh, here's now th that's wait, wait, the wait, 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 that's this, the is... picture of Barbara Bush's funeral. Oh, OK. OK. And yeah. and Hillary's got this black and white check coat. Um, huh. But anyway. Melania, I mean, she's obviously, you know, Whose funeral was that? Barbara, Barbara Bush. First Barbara. Lady. Yeah, yeah, probably the hottest first lady ever. But, you know, I, I did tweet that I thought she was a little dim. And the, my basis for that was, remember when she plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech and used it for her own speech at the convention? I mean, why would you do that? Well, because she didn't write <laughs> her own speech. She me, essentially well, she speaks six languages, you know. So. Now, she essentially what she did, what, what she did there was she sent a copy of that speech and uh, to to her writer and said, I want something like this. And the writer, uh, either purposely or not understanding her, because she doesn't speak that oh. good of English, uh, oh, okay. uh, just put that into the speech. And, I uh, see. Blame it on the writer. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I get it. But anyway, that's that's what happened uh, with that. Now then, here's no excuse for uh, not not knowing your sources of a speech. You see the uh, secretary, and a lot of people made a big deal out of this already. The secretary of education, Cardona is his name. He actually said something to the effect of, as Ronald Reagan said. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. He is said, that... we're from the government. We're here to help. Well, that's exactly the opposite, of course, of what 
Reagan said. Uh, I think it was Reagan who said the most feared person in America is the secretary of education with a microphone. Uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> Miguel Cardona did there. His bad. That, uh, it just it just it just proves to me that Democrats do not understand sarcasm. It, uh, it just like they went for years saying that uh, that Trump said in public that he wanted Russia to get Hillary's emails. And uh, <laughs> it's Trump yeah. makes people make jokes and they don't get them. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just misquoted Reagan. But why would Reagan ever have said anything like that? I mean, don't you know that we're Re what Reagan stood for? I mean, that was the conservative. Oh, no, he did. Say, he No, he did say that. Reagan did say that. No, he, he said, said he said the most, but he prefaced it by saying the most yeah, yeah. You know, terrifying words that you can hear in America are. And, and then and then, yeah, it's cutting off half the quote. Uh, the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, are from the government and I'm here to help. Well, they're good. But, at They're good at cutting off half the quote, too. Well, it's sure. Protest yeah, yeah. peacefully down to the Capitol uh, uh, was was omitted. Right. Right. Uh, anyway. All right, we have one quick minute left here in this segment or, half, or 30 seconds. Somebody was saying they're bringing back cursive writing in some places because uh, they teach them in school because there's there's people that can't even sign their names anymore. <laughs> so are you in favor <laughs> or are you again a cursive writing? I couldn't stand cursive writing or any kind of writing because we had these fountain pens and I was a lefty and the ink would smear as I would go along the page. And I, you know, probably is the reason I didn't get into Harvard. So well, what do you think? What do you think of cursive writing, bringing it back? I, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's very little need for it anymore. Sure. It's uh, you, you, you signature is one thing, but who signed, who even signs stuff anymore? Usually you just click. I agree. Exactly. And, and you, and you sign your life away. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. The mother of the young Kansas City Chiefs fan accused of racism is now setting the record straight and adding an interesting twist to this story. The boy wore a headdress and painted his face red and black to last weekend's Chiefs game against the Raiders at Arrowhead Stadium. Karen Phillips, senior writer for the liberal outlet Deadspin, was quick to call on the NFL commissioner to denounce the five-year-old boy as racist. And he later doubled down when social media users pointed out that half his face was painted red i.e. the two teams color the team's two colors and unsurprisingly that writer didn't have all the facts about the boy's background so his mom took it upon herself to educate him writing quote this has nothing to do with the nfl also cbs showed him multiple times and this is the photo people chose to blast to create division he is native american just stop already Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly rap so uh, i love when people double down and something that they should never have even started. I've uh, done it myself many, many times. Um, but so this, this, this kid, you know, when you see the original picture, all you see, he's, you know, a cute little kid in a, in a Chiefs headdress, Kansas City Chiefs jersey, and the right side of his face is in blackface. So this guy, Karen J. Phillips, is he for Deadspin? I, I can't remember. What publication? Yeah, it is Deadspin, uh, the publication that's going to be put out of business as a result of this. But I don't think they have any money anyway anymore. So uh, and, and it turns out that not only did he have like red on the other side of the face and it was just trying to look like an Indian. But according to his mother, Elizabeth Warden, 
uh, <laughs> he is <laughs> he is actually part Indian. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know if Indians should be allowed to desecrate themselves that way. Uh, but anyway, this can't Phillips um, was trying to the initial backlash against him he was he was trying to respond to it and he was saying um after getting one of the biggest quote ratios i've ever seen um oh this is another guy karen phillips deleted his tweet defending his garbage story oh yeah the tweet saying uh, defending the story was for the idiots in my mentions who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red I could make the argument that it makes it even worse. Y'all are the ones who hate yeah. Mexicans, but wear some some burros on Cinco. Well, I mean, is it okay if a Mexican wears a sombrero on Cinco? <laughs> so, uh, anyway, there you there go. Was a, there, was a, there was a comic I know that actually had a job uh, at a Mexican restaurant wearing a sombrero that had chips and salsa on it. He was uh, he was a little person and he'd walk around the bar so everyone could have chips and salsa. Oh, God. So anyway, I hate to turn this into an Eddie Schwartz technical workshop. But Tim, do you, how much time have we gone through on this segment right now? Because do you have I do? I don't know. I forgot to start my clock. I, st I forgot to start my stopwatch. <laughs> so, Chris, what are we at about the. I, he, Chris doesn't even know either. Oh, well. I didn't start well, my. I hope. Hopefully, we'll figure it out sometime. Yeah, I think we're in about two minutes in, and uh, my favorite take on my yeah. favorite take on yeah. the kid was uh, was yeah. I think it was the Babylon Bee said a uh, 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 kid accused of culturally appropriating Elizabeth Warren and wearing Trudeau face. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> so I'm I'm on the I'm on a par with Elizabeth Warren I, I, with the with the Babylon Bee. Um, Speaking of Elizabeth Warren, she got herself into a little bit of trouble because she's worried about the sandwich shop monopoly. <laughs> Apparently, there's some merger of sandwich shops. And um, and she said, we don't need another private equity deal that could lead to higher food prices for consumers. The FTC is right to investigate whether the purchase of Subway by the same firm that owns Jimmy John's and McAllister's Deli creates a sandwich shop monopoly emphasis added by me and and she was ridiculed and justifiably so for saying that um you know i as far as monopolies go i think mediterranean and baltic are a, a better monopoly than that, a more dangerous one um, or how about how about uh, uh the national education association how about oh, how, how about yeah. that monopoly oh, huh well no we can't no, that, no that's that's, that's justifiable uh, the um <laughs> uh, this this uh guy uh i think it's is his name Verbruggen from National Review? He he uh, tweeted a map. He lives in the Green Bay area and showed how many sandwich shops there are, like even in the Green Bay area, which, you know, yeah, they've got a National Football League franchise, but they're not that big. You know, tons of all these shops. And so we're in no worry of uh, being taken over by a monopoly. But there were like three subway shops within a, a short run by uh, Aaron Jones of the Packers. So uh, it's just... <laughs> It's 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 ludicrous. She, well, she it's actually nuts. Subway got in trouble a few years back because they were because uh, of Jared, they, they, of course. But that's another story. Yeah. Well, right. the, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, the, well, that ended the that that ended the footlong. Sale. Oh, sure. No question about that. Yeah. <laughs> right. There were no more jokes about that. Yes, but, I'm sorry. Uh, but Subway got in trouble. No, that they were they were just giving franchises to anyone. 
that they weren't, you know, oh. other franch other franchisers, I think that's the proper term, uh, would 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 make sure that there were only so many within a so many mile radius, whereas Subway was giving them to anyone. So it's a, you know, like Without Starbucks. Any where, territory? A territory? Yeah, no, yeah, no territory. They, yeah. Yeah, there was no territory sold with the franchises. You I want mean, one, you got one. Wasn't, you know, didn't they even allow a franchisee to uh, raise his leg and mark his territory uh, <laughs> uh, in, in, for a two block radius? I, oh, boy. Well, OK, let's turn to something even more ridiculous. Whenever I see Rob Reiner, uh, Rob Reiner, meathead, says that there's a this, this is one of those tweets that I don't even bother reading past the tweet itself <laughs> to see you know, link on to link to uh, to the, the full story that there were four assassins uh, of JFK. And I'm thinking since Rob Reiner is always bought into the fact that Trump was involved in Russiagate, I mean, he was one of the bitter enders on that, that he probably thinks that Trump had something to do with it. But I must tell you, at that time, Trump was just 17. You know what I mean? So I don't think he really had anything <laughs> to do with that. But yeah, according to this story, well, he was uh, at that point. Trump was busy tailing uh, Ted Cruz's dad. I right. Think. <laughs> but what I, do you did you even bother to read this story? Apparently, he told Soledad O'Brien. I mean, there's a credible journalist. But Rob Reiner believes that there were four assassins. What what's his story? And I know you love all these things too. Uh, you believe in a in a conspiracy, right? Oh no, we we covered that last week. Yeah, my, I know. And my, I my, my, cons my conspiracy yeah. is not really a conspiracy. My yeah. conspiracy is that uh, that uh, uh, someone in the Secret Service had a gun misfire. Oh yeah, yeah, went off by accident. Yeah, and blew. Yeah, right. That, that was that my, would be that would be interesting. But the do you know what Rob Reiner's theory was? Uh, I I do not. But I think yeah. I, I think what he's doing. I think he's trying to get some free publicity for the. Uh, sequel to uh, spinal tap yeah i had heard that spinal tap was uh, so that's the conspiracy that this is <laughs> that, that he's yeah, just trying he's to get turning them. it up to, yeah yeah most people think that there's three gunmen he's turning it up to four it, yeah right right and also i, I was going to do a turning it up joke uh that i mean somehow <laughs> the sequel is going to be an 11 and i don't think so it's going to be a tough one yeah, right? that's not. Yeah, yeah it's going to be. It's usually it's good when they do a sequel like that. It's just a rehash of the same old jokes that everybody's been yeah. been quoting. It doesn't for the move past. the story. Nobody cares about the story anyway. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, 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 don't, I don't actually get it. Um, Maybe a new so, album for the band. I don't okay. know. Speaking of conspiracy. So Rich Roper was responding to it. Have you heard this conspiracy that um, JFK Jr.? wasn't really dead but and now he's going to research i guess this is a QAnon thing they're they're uh obsessed huh. with him that that jfk jr was going to be donald trump's running mate <laughs> so uh uh well i don't i don't know yeah. why they would go to all that trouble to 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 to, to stage because if you remember when jfk jr died uh, yeah. they, first, they did a uh, had a skin uh, a diving mission to find him to find yeah. the wreckage of the plane, find his body, and then they recovered it, had a funeral, and then buried him at sea. So <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a lot of work yeah. just to just really they much to do just... about nothing. I, of course, was really mad about uh, when when his plane was missing because the British Open was going on that weekend and it was on ABC. And they preempted the coverage of the that round of the British Open just to have Barbara Walters giving the same points over and over and over again. 
and uh and and in those days, they couldn't shift the British Open over to ESPN. Nowadays, they do something like that. But I mean, I had to listen to this. It wasn't like they were even advancing the story at all. Now, there is an interesting thing. Florence King, the late writer for National Review, did think that uh, our, uh, uh, JFK Jr. disappeared from public view for a while while he was a young man. And when he came back, he didn't have some of those awkward Kennedy facial features. He was a little bit better chiseled that maybe he had, you know, Maybe it had some work done. Now that's a possibility, right? Oh gosh, that 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 happens all the time, especially there when they go. have political aspirations. I mean, look what they did. Look what they did to uh, look what they did to Chelsea. They uh, they they removed all her web Hubble. <laughs> Bruce Will Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Slagle on the weekly wrap. I confess, I actually watched Dolly Parton at halftime of this game with the sound off. So I didn't even hear the funny lines. Uh, you know, my line about it was uh, Dolly does Dallas. And uh, yeah, that was anyway. Um, what did you think of Dolly? Probably 77 years old. Uh, looks. Well, firm and high as uh, well. <laughs> Well, it, it's a it's a very clever. I'm I'm weird about this. It's a very clever job they did. She's obviously got a corset on to to suck it all in, uh -huh. and it's 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 flesh colored, and so it looks like you're actually seeing her her torso. They put they put a little bit of netting in front of it. You'll notice that that's not really her belly button. They have a star, uh, a sequin star there. Are to, you wait wait? Did you read this somewhere? I didn't even no, know. That. No, no, I know that. I, I you Bob Mackey. Bob Mackey used to do the same thing with you Cher. You just know that. What well, I yeah. actually was thinking, you know, when she turned to the side and everything like that, you barely see it. You know, they never really showed the the posterior as much as uh, you know you'd normally expect. Um, no, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's yeah, a skin okay. toned corset she has. No, on. all right, uh, you know, that's, it, this was a moment where I missed the the uh, the late Howard Stern. Uh, he is the, not around anymore, right? <laughs> so, uh, my favorite bit of his was when he he and his obnoxious colleagues, you know, speaking in the absolute most squawking goose New York accents, would clinically. Uh, and uh, Krista, she hangs on the set while walking and never shows her backside. Yeah, I mean, you can see a little bit of it, but anyway. They would clinically um, dissect a Playboy Playmate wannabe. Yeah, you need one inch off your thighs, you, uh, breast lift, you know, <laughs> and they take away whatever residual lust I ever had uh, for any foldout. So that's the kind of treatment I would have liked to see uh, for for her. Well, with I, Photoshop, new now they actually can do that. And there's oh, actually okay. there's actually filters on TikTok that you can actually yeah. do it to yourself. Well, I was just wondering if she had like a million dollar facelift. Uh, uh, and uh, how many current shirt Dallas Cowboys? Well, I, I think that's I think that's I think that's I think that's why I'm sorry. I, no, I think okay. that's why they didn't show her backside, because that's where the big knot of skin is. <laughs> it's all tied in a bow there. Uh, well, I was wondering how many current cheerleaders could have fit into her cast iron hot pants. So, uh, yeah, it's 
same thing. <laughs> now, I'm wondering if you put Shakira's, J-Lo's and Dolly's tushies end to end, would it be enough for a first down? You know, not that I'm complaining. Uh, anyway. All right. Hello, Dolly. So uh, speaking of cheesecake, uh, did you see this about the Cheesecake Factory? Uh, apparently, they're, if they're, you have a Cheesecake Factory in a mall, that mall is doing well. It's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's a signal that the, yeah, the presence of a Cheesecake Factory restaurant in a mall is an indicator of the mall's financial health. About 93% of loans backed by malls with a Cheesecake Factory are current on their payments compared uh, that's around 72 percent of those without um yeah so it's it's a it's a leading so no so no what is that is that is that that the cheesecake or have better business sense than, than other other uh uh leasers at the mall it's or it's just or, more or does the cheesecake or whatever is something like that or does the cheesecake factory actually bring people into the mall well probably both um so one of my sons, I had to help him study to be a waiter there, study to be a waiter there. You know, and I, all the types of omelets that they had were tougher to commit to memory than things like the holder and do course rule that I had to remember and then throw up onto the bar exam. Omelets are a tastier vomit. And uh, yeah, I just, it, it was really, really hard. They had so much, so much, so many, too many offerings as, as well. But it's, it's interesting that that's in, in, indicative of a, of a mall success. Speaking of uh, malls and uh, their restaurants, I love this. WGN had a series of tweets over the weekend. They must have let a kid get a hold of their tweet machine because they, <laughs> one of them was, why does Olive Garden give mints after meals? Uh, I did. It's one of those tweets that I didn't bother to read the story on. But, you know, I assume it's because your breath is awful after all those breadsticks and the pasta but, yeah the um, all you can eat garlic breadsticks yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely um, but um here's the thing i used to like olive garden contrary to elite opinion but now for some it's just blah to me you know i can't believe my taste taste has become more discriminating i might no, be, no no that's yeah. not that's exactly not that is not what happened what when, happened? when when olive garden first came out oh. they actually had they actually uh had chefs at all the restaurants and they actually had recipes that were that were uh okay. regional they uh they they the first olive garden was in florida uh, near disneyland where they would get people from all over the country and they would by I doing knew you'd know the answer to this oh, so. oh absolutely <laughs> and and what they would do is they would actually judge people's tastes by and they they had different recipes per region that uh, that that Chicago style Italian food is not the same as like Philadelphia ch- style Italian food. It's it's we have different tastes. Well, not, so I mean, they it's so they would bland. have it's would, so bland now. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. All right. What they what they found though is that they 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 did not have uh, uh, the ability to maintain the quality at all these different restaurants oh, with okay. all these different recipes that it was too expensive. Right. So what they found was, is that by doing a generic, rather than having people co- cook the sauce from scratch in all the restaurants, which right. is what they originally did, they found if they just did it at their industrial centralized kitchen and then shipped it to all the Olive sure. Gardens, that they would have consistency rather than the, 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 they had inconsistency because the chef wasn't always on the ball. Sometimes he would just throw everything together. Yeah, I, I understand. So the, the, they, they valued consistency over quality. This is what, a lot more than I wanted to know about a simple throwaway I, thing I about could, the mints. I could keep going on. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I've had Olive Garden a couple of times in the last few years, and it's like 
did I just get a refined sense of taste or something? Because nope. this, I don't even like nope. it. Nope, anymore. it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same as the original Olive yeah. Garden. You know, I, I you know, I, if if I find that I'm playing a golf ball, uh, or w- refuse to play a golf ball with the slightest scuff mark, then I know I'm I've turned into a snot. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm on red alert. Oh, here's another WGN. Love their some of their tweets. They had a tweet about is it legal or illegal to eat roadkill, <laughs> and. Um, can can I legally eat roadkill in Illinois? And um, only if you I take be- a breath mint. Yeah, right. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> from Olive Garden. Uh, if um, I, I, I'm no attorney, uh, well, actually, I'm. But uh, I, I believe that uh, if it's under under fifty percent of your fault that it became a roadkill, then you're allowed to eat it. So um, even if it's endangered, I mean, that's the that's the question. What do you oh, What see. do you do? What do you do if you hit something endangered? Well, I mean, it's already dead, so it's. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? At least it becomes part of you. And then maybe you be get on the endangered species list. Do you remember um, that story a few years back that somebody made like a like a, a Native uh, American headdress for Hillary? And uh, somebody somebody in Hillary's camp found out that it had eagle feathers in it. Oh, do you remember this? No. And they, the woman was arrested. Really? For, yeah, I'll for, tell for you, giving I Hillary a gift. I would have loved it had she worn it to Rosalind Carter's funeral. <laughs> uh, she would have been very colorful. Uh, so, um, okay. I am so, see, uh, here's the thing. You can tell me anything. For all I know, you just made up the whole Olive Garden story. The, um, <laughs> the, I got, I got fooled twice by hoax tweets this week. One was that Megan Rapinoe, went bankrupt and lost like a hundred million dollars. I think the key should have been that they said it was a hundred million dollars, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it was from a, a so-called satiric re- website. Here's the problem. Uh, it's bad satire. I mean, it's not really funny. So that's why I believed it. And another one was that Bill Maher had thrown Whoopi Goldberg off his set. They'd done a segment and it was so bad and so anti-Israel that he just, said this uh, segment will never see the light of day. That didn't happen either. <laughs> and I believe both of those. So huh. next thing you're somebody could tell me that Sports Illustrated is using AI to write stories now. And I'd be so credulous. I'd believe it. Actually, that that did happen. But. Um, but, yeah, so I'm sorry to you didn't fall for those, did you? Oh, I didn't know that Sports Illustrated was using AI. Yeah, Sports. <laughs> yeah, but but this Rapino and the Bill Maher thing. I mean, I, I guess I wanted to believe it so much that uh, I fell for that. I've uh, seen some of Bill Maher's guests and and that should yeah. have been thrown off. Oh. So so I, I can't okay. I can't yeah. imagine how outrageous you would have to be to get tossed <laughs> off the Bill Maher show. Right now, I was watching um the uh, ABC version of the uh, Monday Night Football game uh, the other day, and they had a commercial for the uh, Golden Bachelor this is a show uh-huh. and, and ABC, coming up to the know, finale on that. And over, Oh, well, no, the, so you know this, well, I'm maybe you could tell me this and I'll believe it because I'm so uh, credulous. Uh, does the bride of the golden bachelor get a golden shower is what I'd like to know. <laughs> no, all right. Uh, what tell us about the finale that they're coming up to? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just uh, the, the, the golden rose. He's finally going to, he's finally going to pick, he's going to pick one of the, uh, one of the lucky uh, cougars to marry. So. Well, I mean, so he's old. Is he old too, or is she? Are they cougars? And she, he's young. 
But I no, they're, no, they're all, no, they're all, they're, uh, they're all old, old. And so, what is the point? They're all too old to be in the show like that. Let's put it that way. Well, Every I mean, single one of them is too old to be in a show watch, like that. Well, you want to watch that show for some reason. So, what's the attraction? I don't, I don't want to watch the show. It's just uh, uh, ABC wants me to watch the show, so they keep running. I, I watch uh, uh, Weekly World News with David Muir every night. Oh, okay, and right. uh, and they want me to stick around for the Golden Bachelor. So yeah, they, I mean, so, I so I see all the promos. That's all I've ever seen, and it's all that's all I can think of every time I see it. You, and you do the are... women? I mean, uh, have Golden Globes? Uh, what? I, what? <laughs> I just yeah. I... <laughs> what it is here? Here? Here's here's yeah. a dirty little secret. Yeah. Is uh, all the all the women that fell in love with the 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 Bachelor when it yeah. first uh, when it first aired? Yeah are now in their golden years. <laughs> right. So right. <laughs> so they don't want to watch young people anymore. Yeah. So I, now I, they have to. Uh, that's how long no, that I stupid show has been running. I think older women are attractive. I, I just don't think that I'd want to watch, you know, a hookup. Um, no, exactly. Exactly. It, it, yeah. Not only that, it's like, oh, is he going to pick me? You're too old to be worrying about that. <laughs> you know, move, move on with your life. You've got grandchildren. Do something else. <laughs> I mean, you should be figuring out. Do I take Medicare Advantage Party or Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly? Wrap. And that's the weekly wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The weekly wrap with Bruce Wolf. A CP Pods production.